Well, hello there. You are listening to Jelly and Bean, and this is a show where we talk about all manner of geek topics, tech, movies, TV shows, games, and more. It's hosted by none other than Brandon Maines, an unlikely hero from the distant lands of the United States, and myself, Jelly, a.k.a. Daniel Farrelly, an Apple fanboy with a heart of gold. Today is Friday the 9th of August 2013, and this is episode 37. Hello, Bean. Hello, Jelly. We're up to lucky number 37. We are. And on the 9th of August, which is my sister's birthday. Is she turning 37? No. Then, then <laughs> I don't see the connection here. <laughs> I don't I don't, I don't. don't know either. One day she'll turn 37, but not today. <laughs> but today is not that day. <sighs> indeed. Indeed. Um, so last week we ran out of time because we were talking about TV shows that were... Uh, that are coming up this uh, in this kind of coming season, and uh, we kind of got about halfway through, maybe maybe two third, uh, a third of the way through, and uh, and we've so we're going to talk about more of those today. Um, but first, we have a few other things to uh, to catch up on so that we don't fall behind. That's true. That's we, we like to call this section follow up or fu. I, I think we try not to call it that. Well, see, that's the that's the joke about follow up. See, because it comes from uh, it comes from a show called uh, Hypercritical, um, and a guy named Syracuse, John Syracuse, and uh, on his show he would call anything anytime they talked about stuff that they'd previously talked about, they would call it follow up and and or fu, and that's where the thing comes from. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> point is we have follow up. Yes. And or okay. a few. <laughs> well, let's, let's stick to calling it follow-up, just for the short term. Okay, fine. <laughs> fine. So last week, we, we mentioned how Grand Theft Auto got passed and, uh, I guess, got an acceptable rating in the classification, and Saints Row 4, you know, wasn't. Um, I don't I don't think we mentioned, but it, it actually had... Saints Row 4 did get passed as a modified version. Essentially, right. they, they did pass a safe version uh, that got a, a F- MA15 Plus rating. Right. Uh, so they, they, there, there is now, or slash, there will be a Saints Row Four in Australia, but just a, uh, I guess, lighter on the terrible, terrible things that got it banned. Right. <laughs> Ironically, this, I think that's exactly the thing that uh, that happened to Grand Theft Auto Four, in that it was watered down for the Australian release. Yeah. Well, what what makes this bad? Well, worse than just already getting a watered down version is that. The version is not compatible with the non-watered-down versions. By which you mean what? Well, okay. So, Saints Row 4 has co-op ability. Um, and, you know, so you play, you can go to your Xbox Live friends, join with someone else, and, and play online. Mm-hmm. If they don't have the same version as you, so say, for instance, they they, they buy their, their games from a, a UK retailer. Right. Um, because it still works on, on your Xboxes here. You guys won't be able to play together. Well, that's annoying. Yeah. Uh, so only if the person bought from an Australian retailer bought the Australian version will you be able to play with another person who bought the Australian version. It does make sense though because uh, you know the the main issue is a, a, a weapon, right? And uh, yeah. if somebody brings that weapon into your into your game, then that is basically bypassing the you know the classification and could cause problems so i may i mean it makes sense when you think about it logically but it kind of does suck because uh 
on another level, you're not going to be able to actually, like, you know, play with everybody. Right. Uh, you you can really only play with a small amount of people. Uh, and and if you're really unlucky, you can only play with yourself. Yeah. And I was trying not to say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the problem is you just, you said it, you said it, you, you went around it in so many ways that I just I had to say it. <laughs> I know it had to be said. <sighs> yes. Yes. Playing with yourself is an option here, people. Just just pointing that out. So the other thing that's happened uh, happened recently this week is uh, that the the movie Ender's Game, um, the, the, which is coming out, I think next year. Is it next year? Uh, I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, they released yeah, a new trailer no, no. this week. And end of this year. End of this year. Yeah, uh, I think November. Right. So soon then yeah they've released a new trailer uh for the movie i'm still unconvinced that this is going to be good um i get a real meh feeling from it and and here's why here's why um i reckon in in my opinion pretty much every every teenage like teenage movie and I, but by that i mean you know a movie starring some teenage guy slash girl who you know has to save the world which pretty much they are all like that at the moment uh you know they the the, the teenager is you know alone in the world but they also have they have a couple of friends that typically are pretty uh a, a pretty cliche you know in in the way that they act or whatever uh, and then, you know, they get some sort of superpower or, you know, that, you know, they're the chosen one or, or whatever. And right. then they have to save the world <clears throat> and, uh, and, you know, and every, the, the, you know, the day is saved and everything is hunky dory. This, this movie does nothing to, 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 you know, to really make it interesting and, and special, especially in these trailers. These trailers are not doing it any, any favors, in my opinion. It just looks like, regurgitated you know sci-fis uh, that from ev- everywhere else because it's just so bland and generic a story okay well uh, here's here's what i can say I, I can't say how the movie is going to be right because you know you know it's, it's it's a guess as to how accurate they're keeping it to the story of the from the the novels sure um in the books it, it doesn't turn into a you know uh a, a generic teenage hero movie first off because i'm pretty sure he's a preteen in the movie so it can't be a teenage so <laughs> there, there you go your whole argument is ruined jelly right my, my argument is ruined i still like it i i, st- I think it still holds because it doesn't yeah. really matter the the i mean it doesn't really <laughs> matter if it's a teenage movie or not a lot of movies uh carry the same same exact storyline um the, it's 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 basically the hero's journey, right? This is and that's exactly what what this is. Um, the problem that I find is is that a lot of the movies that are made for non adults, little people, I don't know, <laughs> um, they 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 really they really make even less of an effort to try and hide it, right? Um, I don't know whether it's because they consider their their audience, you know, not smart enough to see through it or, or whatever. But uh, 
Yeah, like they, they just they just don't they don't try at all, and this this is what I'm getting from these trailers for yeah. this game. Okay, well, see, I, I'm not going to deny that because the, the trailers do make it seem very much like it's a, you know, again like a young adult movie, right? Um, which is not what the books are. The the books are not. Well, I guess not that young adult movies are kid friendly, but the books are not kid friendly. It's, it's not. It's not really about the fact that he's a you know a a young boy you know who who discovers greatness. It's you know it's a it's a terrible situation, and I think the end of the book is not it's not going to be like a happy ending where you know he becomes the hero like he's in in the in the books anyway. He pretty much ends the book ends the the storyline pretty much depressed, <laughs> right? Um, but again, that's that's not to say they haven't just said oh well you know screw screw that noise we'll uh you know we'll just make it like everything else that's already out there. The the other thing though is is it that could very well just be them marketing it and not yeah. necessarily what the movie's you know how the movie will actually be right and hopefully that when when it comes out I will actually be pleasantly surprised and it will be a really good movie and uh, all of my uh, critique of of the trailers will be for nothing that would be the best possible result uh, well that would be the most average result the best possible <laughs> result is that people will actually go and see it and love it uh which is a big they've got a lot of trouble at the moment because of the whole uh anti-gay thing that the uh the original writer of the the book that the sh- that the movie's based on is involved in and all that sort of stuff it's crazy stuff is going on with that and uh Hopefully, hopefully this movie actually does turn out to be really good, and gets the gets credit the credit that it would deserve if it is good. Right. Yeah. But until then, I am going to stick with my. This movie looks like it's going to be really meh. That's the technical term. At least being really meh is better than really bad. Yes. Well, I don't know because a bad movie, right, can be bad but so bad that it's good. Like there are several movies that are like that, I can think of several from the, off the top of my head. Uh, you know, the old Super Mario Brothers. That uh, was great. That, that was, was great. so I don't bad. Know what you're talking about that was so bad that it just transcended transcended badness and became amazing. But it, it, it's because it's Mario, <laughs> Mario, and Luigi Mario. Right, right, exactly. What names? What names? <laughs> um. But, but like you know, so a it, bad movie can be actually really, really amazing. Uh, and if it's and, I, and if it's truly bad, they could just redo it and we'd be okay with it. But if it's meh, they'll be less likely to actually make a new one. Yeah. So, I think I think meh is possibly the worst possible result because it just means that nobody will care about it. Nobody will even care about it enough to give it a hard time. It'll, you know, it'll just nobody will care about it because if if it comes out and it's really meh, then all of the all of the uh, news that it's been in and the the press that it's gotten because of the because of all the stuff that's going on with the uh, with the with the creator of the story, um, all of that will be for nothing because people will just stop caring about it. That's what will happen, and that's it. Yep. That's all I've got to say. Hopefully that that doesn't happen, and we'll we'll find out later on. So, the other news. There's so much news. The other news. Uh, there is there is news regarding Doctor Who from this week, and I'm sure that if you're listening to this show, 
um, you're probably you, you probably already know this because on uh, Sunday I, I, it was Monday here, but you know Sunday whatever. Uh, the BBC announced a new the new Doctor that we're going to be seeing in the Christmas special this year uh, to take over from Matt Smith. D- Doctor Who. I get it. Yes, I get it. I had it just once, and never again. Never, never again. Okay. Well, the, the, we'll have to hold you to that. Yeah. Uh, so the guy's name is Peter Capaldi. Uh, he's a Scottish actor, and has been in several things. Actually, he's got a pretty he's got a pretty good um, film filmolo- film filmology. Yeah, he, he's he's been in quite a few movies and TV shows, but again, nothing, nothing that's really made it made it made it to a point where I, I've seen it. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, he's been in stuff. He's been in stuff. Um, he was in. Um, he was in. He was in World War Z, in which he was playing a who doctor. Yes. <laughs> uh, that that joke's been going around the internet for for. Since since it was announced, and uh, you know, okay, um, he will be. Uh, so yeah, like the th- the thing is, is that you know most of the stuff that he's been in, uh, he hasn't played huge roles, uh, or rather, he hasn't played played huge roles in stuff that outside of uh, outside of Britain. Um, the stuff that's inside that he's done in. British TV and British movies and stuff. Um, he's pretty well known for that stuff. Like he was, he's pretty well known for the thick of it, apparently. Uh, yeah. And he was in, he was in um, Ch- uh, Torchwood: Children of Earth. Um, but none of that makes you I, I, like. I wouldn't call that like super famous. Like there are plenty more. Uh, there are plenty more, you know, British actors that are way more famous than him. So, I would say that this is pretty much exactly what I expected. Yeah. Um, so, it's, he's British famous, essentially. Yeah. A dude who I probably heard, I probably heard about at one, this one time, but completely forgot about him, uh, who is, you know, who's been chosen from, you know, from the UK, which was another thing that I, I knew it was going to have to be somebody from the UK. They're not going to cast an American as the Doctor. Don Cheadle. No, Don Cheadle. Not this time. Um, maybe you should. Maybe you should. Uh, maybe you should call them and and uh, and and tell them that you don't like don't like their choice. Tell them that they have to choose Don Cheadle. Well, I, I mean, I I think we should start a campaign. Uh, so it's so it's not just one voice, but many. I see. I see. Well. I'll I'll let you organize that then. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the, like I I I haven't seen his any of his stuff, or at least I haven't seen any of his stuff and actually remembered it. Um, he was in one episode of Doctor Who at one stage. He was in the Pompeii episode, which ironically is the same episode that Karen Gillan was in before she became Amy Bond. That's pretty much the only thing I've ever seen him in, and. Uh, I like it's. I wouldn't say it's mem- memorable or anything, or at least not for me. Yeah, wasn't he just like a random merchant? No, he was. He oh. was. Uh, he was the house. The, the 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 dad in the house. Oh yes. Okay. Yeah, I do remember that now. I remember who he played, but I don't like. I 
I'd have to go back and watch it before I could actually comment on you know what his acting style was or anything like that. Uh, and well, well, he 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 was a minor character. Yeah. In the thing, you know, yeah. Um, I I think I think they should uh capitalize on the fact that he was in another episode and be like, oh, this face looks familiar, you know, something like that. No, they won't do that. They'll just. They'll just but they should. Well, they won't. <laughs> just gonna put that out there. Uh. So yeah, there's that. So, following on in the 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 TV line of thinking, I guess I have some news that you will be somewhat excited about. Well, it's not uh, really well, news. I am, it's kind of I'm just... somewhat ready to hear it. <laughs> okay, so uh, we all know, and we talked about it last week that uh, that Disney is making the wheels turn uh, with Marvel and. And uh, has actually um, has actually been working on producing a TV show called Agents of Shield. We know it, we love it. We're looking forward to we're, we're looking forward to it uh, coming on in September. I think. Um, very excited about this show. Looks like it's going to be very good. Um, it's got a lot to live up to though, because uh, you know superhero TV shows haven't done very well. Uh, and there is another franchise that Disney now owns that uh, might actually make it or not make it to TV based on its uh, success and or failure. Star Wars. That's right. The ABC, uh, that's the American ABC, not the Australian one, uh, the ABC Entertainment president, um, Paul Lee, um, talked about how they would love to be able to do uh, do a do a a um do a TV show based on some of Disney's other IP, hint hint Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, and it's not this is not the first time that we've you know we've ever heard or talked about uh you know a TV show become like becoming a reality a Star Wars TV show, other than other than you know the, the animated animated ones that uh that you know have have been in existence previously this would be a live this would ideally be a live action one uh and they you know they already had some scripts there yeah and in fact um i think for one of the shows they they've had they have 50 scripts already written they just uh yeah don't they don't really have the money to <laughs> to make them at the moment right so the success or failure of shield could mean the uh could could decide the the fate of these scripts pretty much once and for all well that makes makes me um it's even more hopeful that this will succeed <laughs> yeah exactly well you know i'm hopeful for you brandon because i know that you would <laughs> love this yes i would um, well i think there's just just like um you know, in, in the Marvel universe, there's there's lots of different areas you can kind of go off and make a TV show where you wouldn't be able to make a movie. I think there's, this, you know, you got the same thing in the Star Wars universe. You could have a show about bounty hunters. You could have, uh, you know, you could have a show about uh, Jedis in training, you know, 20,000 years ago or something like that. You know, so you, you can still have some, some familiarity to what you expect and then tell whatever other story you want to do. Right. But and still I, include I cool that's... special effects. And I think that's important because uh just just in the same way that that Marvel is uh you know planning on keeping the the TV 
show somewhat separate from the movies. Like they don't want to cover the same stuff. The the, the same thing should apply would and would apply. I w- I would think to to Star Wars because they wouldn't want to jeopardize you know the the, the new film franchise that they're working on. Uh, they you know they want to you know make money from this, which right. you know is what we said when when they when this news you know. When the news of uh, Disney buying Lucasfilm first uh, first happened, you know, we 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 talked about the how they you know they want to make money from this. The whole point of them buying this is not to pick up something that everybody loves. It's more to make money from something that everybody loves. And uh, right. this would be, uh, you know, th- this would be a one way of of, of uh, kind of expanding that universe and uh, and you know making more money from a franchise that everybody loves yeah yeah and and there's there's more than enough um books and comics you know for if they're they're not lacking material to to come up with with tv shows right and you know you never know they might come up with something uh completely new and not have to rely on any previous books or i I, I don't understand how does that work (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't really work, does it? Nobody does that <laughs> anymore. Because nobody can create new things these days. It's all old stuff, just regurgitated. Delicious. So, TV shows. I, I really thought your segue was going to be speaking of regurgitation. <laughs> wow. No, I wasn't going to do that. Actually, before we get onto TV shows... Um, there was another topic that I wanted to talk about that I forgot to put into the show notes. So let's talk about that. Um, okay. So we've talked at least a couple of times now about the NBN uh, coming up, uh, or rather the, the the big choice that's coming up with the uh, with the election that is now scheduled for a date that I've forgotten and don't really care the future. about. Yeah, it's in the future. Uh, and I don't care enough to even look it up, even though it would be really easy. But uh, as we have mentioned before, there are, there is basically two options as far as the NBN is concerned. There is the fiber to the node version, which is uh, what liberal uh, the liberal party is backing, I guess. And then there is the fiber to the home version. Uh, which is the one that is currently being rolled out uh, and is backed by pretty much everybody else. The The difference between the two of them, just to recap, was that the fiber to the home uh, is fiber optic cable all the way from you know the internet, wherever that may be, to your house, right? Uh, the other one is that the fiber goes to a, like a node or a, a box, basically. Uh, yeah, like a, a neighbor. I've heard someone describe it as fiber to the neighborhood. Yeah, so, it's, so it goes. It's, it's, it's some it's, junction it's, box somewhere, right? Uh, so it goes to a you know a little box somewhere in the in fairly close proximity to your house, and then from the rest of the way, it's uh, it's copper wire, right? You all know that uh, I am pretty keen to get uh, the fiber to the home version because it's going to be the fastest uh, out of or out of the, the out of the options uh, and probably the the, the best uh, reliability and the the you know the best long-term solution I guess right however there is a new technology that is 
that is coming or being worked on, I guess, uh, from Alcatel Lucent. They are working on a technology called GFast. As in G, that's fast? Yeah, I guess so. GFast. Or maybe it's gigabytes, like G stands for gigabyte or something. No, I, I like mine. I like mine a lot better. Okay. We'll, we'll go again. I, 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 refu- I refuse to believe there's any other possible uh, meanings. We'll let you have that then. This technology uh, is actually really, really cool because what it does is it actually um, it, it broadens the range of the frequencies that are that can be sent through a copper line, cutting down on the interference, and uh, in as a result, it speeds up the data that goes through the copper wire, which is excellent because it means that in some point in the future, if they do end up actually rolling out the fiber to the node version of uh, the MBN that uh, we'll still get really good speeds. Yeah, now the, in in reading the, the comments in the article, it, it brought up some interesting points and that is um, well, th- uh, things I'll put out there, I don't know if you'll know it any more than I would, but uh, it says that it uses twisted copper right? as what is what they have. I don't, I don't know if that's what we actually have here in Australia. I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's a good that's point. Yeah, and then I guess the other thing to, to think about with this is that it's good speeds, but it's still dependent on how close you are to the node. Right, so that's, that is that is the, the, the biggest concern with this because uh, at a distance of 200 meters, you can send data at up to 1.1 gigabits. Um, now, a gigabit is basically how much the fiber network can do doesn't do it at the moment but by the end of the year they've they've you know they announced that they were going to have gigabit plans uh this will if you're within 200 meters you'll be able to you know get the same sort of value out of your uh well, your I, I service want, I, I want to point out i think fiber can do much more than a gigabit right per second or right, at least it, it has, has a theoretical possibility it's just it hasn't yeah nothing's been announced at anything higher than one right so to be to be Perfectly fair though, the 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 only stuff that they've announced is gigabit plans, right? So that you'll only you'll only be able to actually get gigabit yeah. at this stage, in yeah. the foreseeable future, anyway. Uh, just simply because that's the that's what they're offering. If you're close enough within 200 meters of of your node, uh, you would be able to get 1.1 gigabits or you know up to up to that. Uh, but if you are even like one another hundred meters away, so up to you know if you were three hundred meters away, that drops down by half to five hundred megabits. So it's a significant drop. The, the, the thing the thing about this this technology though is that it's still being perfected. They're still working on it, uh, and even if they do actually you know bring it out, the earliest that we're ever going to see it is two thousand fifteen. And just because we see it in 2015 doesn't mean mean it's going to be installed uh, immediately by right. you know within nodes or however it needs to be installed. The whole th- the whole point of fiber optics is that we don't have to rely on copper copper networks anymore, and that's right a really good thing in my mind um, because, like you said, the te- the actual uh, theoretical limit of fiber optic technology is actually far, far higher 
and likely the only reason that they're actually, um, you know, that, that they are, uh, uh, you know, putting a, a, a limit on that is because, you know, they don't want to. The, there is other way, the other places that it has to, that you know that won't be able to handle all of Australia's data going through them all at once. You know, the 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 underwater cables and stuff like that. Um, because they have, right. you know, they have limits on them how to, as as far as how much they can do. So, this is good news. Um, it's good news that you know the, the copper the copper lines, uh, will at some point in the hopefully not too distant future will be able to uh, will be able to meet the current um, standard for you know the fiber optic uh, for fiber optic cables. Uh, you know, for internet cables within Australia, but at the same time, it w- you know, fiber optic is always going to be better. It's always going to be you know a step ahead. So, uh, as far as the as far as its you know possibilities, so I guess uh, we'll have to see where this goes. Yeah, I mean, it's it's better than what we have now, but it's it's not as good as what we could get. Right, and I think that's I think that's a fair thing to say. So I, but I thought I thought it was interesting because, um, because you know, with with the whole, with the electric coming up, this is a this is a still a, a very big issue, um, and uh, and so you know, it, I I think it pays to to be to understand you know as as much as you possibly can the technology that uh, we're possibly going to have you know running our internet systems for the next fifty to a hundred years, and. Uh, yeah, because you know it, just you know, t- Australia is fairly consistently a long way behind the the ball when it comes to uh, when it comes to getting new technology. So this is just one of those things where you know you have to you have to be aware of that because this is the start. This is you know the internet is something that affects every everybody. Uh, because you know schools and stuff go through internet now. You get do banking through internet. You do you know a lot of health stuff is done uh, utilizing internet. So it's you know it's a, a really crucial thing. And I don't think it's uh, I, I I don't think it's worth it, you know it's it's something that you should just not consider uh, when you head to the election booth things. So people choose wisely. I'm sure they'll remember that at the election booth things. Yes. I'm going to draw a dinosaur. <laughs> I'm not going to do anything because I'm not allowed. Poor you. <laughs> so let's get on to the TV stuff. Uh, we, we're about right. halfway through the show. And uh, we've, got, we've got five more shows to talk about. Uh, five, five, five more TV shows. Uh, so last week we talked about uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Axe Cop, Almost human and intelligence, and three out of four of those we were both looking forward to. I don't know why. I don't know where you stand on X Cop. Looking forward to might be a strong word. I don't. I don't I'm not not looking forward to it. <laughs> right. Well, uh, there are there are more shows. There are more shows and more trailers to talk about. So let's talk about those. the The next one uh, that we. I'm considering watching is actually based on a UK series um, of the same name and it's called The Tomorrow People. To give you a rundown of what, like, of the basics of what this show is, it's set roughly present day or maybe a little bit in the future. Uh, And 
it's very X-Men, actually. It's kind of like an off-brand X-Men. It's uh, basically, you know, people have started uh, showing you know, mutations and developing special abilities. Uh, and uh, it, it follows, I think, the one this one guy who wakes up and who who started doing things like teleporta- teleporting uh the trailer shows him accidentally teleporting into somebody's uh into somebody's bed as you do as you do and but uh, it's not just that like he he's developing other abilities too like uh telekinesis and yeah, he uh, he, uh, he force chokes someone yeah yeah and he he, he pulls he pulls a um Ryu from Street Fighter and does a hadouken right there's a few things that he can do. Um, so it's kind of like X-Men, but then it's kind of not like X-Men because all the mutants have exactly the same powers, uh, They, but they have they all have powers <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. Well, see, it, it reminded me a bit of... Uh, did you ever see the movie Looper with uh, Hayden Christensen? Right. Yes, um, I did. It, it very much reminds... At least what I saw like that, it's like... You know, he he realizes he has powers, and then he finds out that people are hunting people like him. Right. Um, yeah, so I kind of feel like it, it was that mixed with the uh, teenage movie uh, themes that you were talking about before, like where you know he's gonna be he's gonna be like the one the one true hero to you know to, right to, you know to, to solve whatever crisis they're ha- they're having. Yes. Well, it's 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 one of those it's one of those uh, those sort of things. So I I, I guess. Uh, it's something that it, it, like the trailer actually did look kind of interesting to me. I don't know. Did it, did did you did it interest you at all? I I wish it did, but I, I, it. I think to me it just hit too many of those. Uh, yeah, because it, like it, it seems like it'd be a neat concept, but it, like at least the trailer hit too many of those. You know, uh, drama show for teenagers, um, like hit too many of those marks for me. Yeah, see, the thing about drama, like, the thing about shows for teenagers at the moment, right, uh, or at least the thing about most of the kind of sci-fi uh, fantasy type shows is that they're all soap operas, uh, thinly veiled soap operas, where it's all, it's it's kind of only really partially about the powers, but mostly it's about, you know, people getting it on. Right. Getting it on. Um, I I didn't get that feeling from this particular trailer. Uh, there was another trailer which I I, I saw. Uh, the name of the show escapes me right now, and uh, it looked like a like it was like an alien version of uh of every other fantasy TV show. You know, The Vampire Diaries, True Blood, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um. All yeah. the same, you know, basically all the same show. They just change up the supernatural part of it a little bit. And uh, that particular show looked just like an Aliens version of this one. Uh, the Tomorrow People uh, doesn't look like that because there's no... Or at least they didn't kind of make a huge thing about the, the whole love side of stuff. You know, there's no Romeo and Juliet-esque storyline to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I know what you mean, but I, I think it just... It, it may have been something as simple as like the the actors they chose just look too too much like a type <laughs> of people who would be in those roles. Do you, do you know what I mean? Like they, yeah, yeah. Like, no, those those shows all have I mean. all have a look to them. Yeah. You know, like everyone everyone's very very well done. You know, they wake up in the middle of the night and they they've got perfect hair and you know chiseled abs and all and 
And, and you go, oh, I w- okay. <laughs> I wake up in the middle of the night with perfect hair and chiseled abs. What's your problem? Yes, but but the question is, whose chiseled abs are you waking up with? <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm kind of interested in seeing how this show turns out. Uh, it is based on some. It is basically a remake of an, a British show, which uh, which may or may not be good. Um, so I, I don't know. I'm I'm willing to give I'm willing to give it a shot. I think, uh, and uh, hopefully it will it will be better than the the real X Men franchise <laughs> uh, movies. <laughs> anyway, yeah. That's well, okay. I'm willing to that. let you give give it a shot, and you just tell me what you think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the same thing, the same answer that you gave me for um, intelligence, actually. Yeah, so. Yes, but I think so far with intelligence, I'd be more likely to watch it myself. Because at least with intelligence, you know, it's got some, it's got some, I guess, more um, slightly older actors. (laughs) So less of that, you know, teenage drama feel. Okay, fair enough. Plus, plus it's got Sawyer from Lost. So come on. That's true. That's true. I understand that. So the next show uh, that we have to talk about is from Ronald D. Moore, who you may know from such TV shows as Battlestar Galactica and Star Trek, The Next Generation. Amongst you know, I think once in my life I, I want to be, you know, have have the pseudo fame so that you can say something, someone can say something like that about me. You know, right. like, hey, this is Bean. Well, you may know him from such films as... The, well, the, see, the, we do, you don't it, need that Troy anymore. McClure from Simpsons, you you can just be you, you're now Bean from such podcasts as That's true. Jelly and Bean. <laughs> so you, you have that now. That's true. It's okay. You can feel just as just as cool <laughs> as these people. Uh, so this show is called Helix, and the trailer doesn't really tell us much. Well. Uh, if that's true. It just looks like some stuff dripping off a table. Right. Um, there happens to be another trailer out that's a bit longer, and I haven't actually watched it yet, but I'm currently reading the description, and it says, When a team of scientists from the Center for Disease Control travel to a high-tech research facility in the Arctic to investigate a possible disease outbreak, they quickly find themselves pulled into a terrifying life-and-death struggle that holds the key to mankind's salvation or total annihilation. Dun, dun, dun. Which means absolutely nothing. Of course. It's just another one, though. Another one of those uh, synopsis, says, synopsy, synopsi, I don't know. <laughs> it's another one of those uh, blocks of text that, you know, try to describe a movie without or, or a TV show without actually meaning, meaning anything because, you know, they don't want to give too much away. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's mostly about uh, it's mostly about a bunch of doctors and military types, um, trying to trying to deal with trying trying to deal with a disease outbreak. I think that uh, at this point, um, Ronald Moore, Moore, Ronald Moore, Ronald D Moore. I don't want to have to say the D all the time. <laughs> Ronald D Moore uh, has probably earned. A small amount of uh, trust, I guess, and I, I guess that's probably why they're you know doing dealing with teasers as opposed to actual trailers, um, for the most yeah. part. Well, plus the um, 
the station that's airing it, uh, at least in the U.S., is the the Sci-Fi Channel. Right. Um, and while they've kind of gone in a weird direction lately, when things like wrestling, and, yeah. Well, no, that's that's good. <laughs> Don't their, their their movies are their movies are the so bad it's good variety, but intentionally right, yeah, so. Okay. But yes, their their TV shows have ten have tended to be pretty strong. Right. Uh, you know things like Stargate and again Battlestar Galactica. You know, so if they're behind that, that kind of gives me. A bit, a bit more hope again without being able to see anything. It's kind of hard to tell, but it, you know, it, it, it doesn't make me as wary as someone else doing it would be. Right, right. And he, and I think at the end of the day, like what we're talking about here is not necessarily TV shows that we know lot, know lots and lots and lots about. It's more uh, TV shows that we think look interesting and that you could, you know, that you guys, you listeners, you people who have us in your ears right now. It's kind of crammed in here, by the way. Um, <laughs> you guys can check out uh, because you know we we think these kind of, these TV shows could possibly have potential, and uh, and you know we want you guys to watch good things, not, not crappy yeah. things like like True Blood. Why would you do that to yourself? <laughs> that's what I've. That's what I'm going to ask. Why? Why would you do that to yourself? It's it's like kind of stabbing yourself in the face with a fork. Mm, no, it's a bit yeah. worse than that. Okay, if you say so. So the next show, uh, the next show to talk about is a comedy. We're moving away from the sci-fi and into comedy. This show is from Seth Green, and it's called Dads. Not just from Seth Green, but also stars Seth Green. Indeed, it does. Which is why I wanted to like it. Uh, and then I watched the trailer, and it was awful. Yeah, it does really just kind of look like a regular old uh, sitcom, doesn't it? Yeah, like there, there, to me, there was nothing funny about it, and I was like, "Wow, like this sitcom would have would have been fine, you know, twenty years ago." Right. And the the only difference is there's a bit, you know, I'm sure there's going to be a bit, you know, technology jokes and old people. But again, probably would have been around twenty years ago as well, just the technology's changed. Right. So to give you an to give you guys an idea of exactly what this show is about, uh, it is about two guys uh, in their thirties, successful guys in their thirties, who have uh, who have their dads move in with them, uh, and their dads are apparently a nightmare, uh, or at least that's what this show would lead you lead you to believe. Or the and that and that right there is a recipe for comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Always. Uh, it does actually have, um, somebody else in it, I think. Who is this guy? Really? What's his name? Actually has two, the, there's two other actors that I recognize in this, in this show. It has Martin Mull in it. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. From Sabrina. <clears throat> right, exactly. And he's also from Arrested Development, where he played, uh, Jean, Jean Parmesan. <laughs> um. The uh, uh, who always the, who uh, always shows up in costume. <laughs> yes, exactly. And uh, he played he played principal the principal later in in Sabrina. It also has Giovanni Ribisi, who you would know from mostly movies. I think he was in like actually he was in My Name Is Earl. Um, he's got a face that you recognize, but he's been in he's been in yeah. lots of stuff. 
He was in like Avatar and he was in Ted and he was in Gone in 60 Seconds and like he's been in a whole bunch of movies and TV shows, but... Um, oh, okay. He, he was in um, Saving Private Ryan. You yeah. Yeah. You, you know him when you see him, uh, but you probably wouldn't remember him from any of those movies because it's not like he's played the lead role. He always plays like an kind of an off, not lead role. He, he, a, I, I would a, say maybe... Maybe a second he's, tier. He's, he's the poor man's Edward Norton. Yeah, I can. I'll, I'll go just that. Looking yeah, at, just, good. Yeah. just looking at him. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I, I, I'd go that. We'll, uh, we'll throw the, uh, the link to his IMDb page so that you guys can take a look at his photo so you understand who we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he and, uh, he and Seth Green play the two, you know, 30 year old guys and Martin Mull and Peter Regert, Regert. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Uh, who more people might know. He's from things like Animal House and The Mask. Um, One Tree Hill, apparently. Those two play the dads. And so, you know, comedy, comedy abounds. Um, look, I, I, I'm, I don't know. I kind of lost my taste for Seth Green when I saw him in Entourage. Um, I know that he didn't actually play a real version of himself in that. He played but he did play a version of himself. I just, I, I've never really kind of gotten his particular sense of humor, um, which I think is okay, you know. And that's yeah. We'll see. You know, I, 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 Ruby and I are, are, are watching Buffy, um, so I've been seeing a lot of Seth Green recently. Um, but like, I, I'm enjoying him quite a bit in that, and and I've, I've always loved um, Robot Chicken, which is his, like what I guess you call it, his claymation show. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah you know, um, so I mean, everything I've look, seen him in, I, I, I tend to, enjoy, at least I, I never hate him. It's always at least somewhat enjoyable, but this was just, it, it was a very, it was a stereotypical comedy. Right. But without the comedy part, because it wasn't funny. <laughs> we, it, it's sad because we, ex- we kind of expect a little bit more from, from, from him, uh, because he usually does things that yeah. kind of have a twist to them. Right. Uh, you know, robot chicken. Yeah. Uh, he we was gonna do that TV, that that Star Trek show um, there for a while that got uh, got cancelled. I forgot what it was called. Rewind or something. What was Star it? Star Trek, Trek or Re- Star Wars? No, sorry, Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah, like a Star Wars comedy show that, or comedy. Uh, yeah. Cartoon. Yeah, it was like Star Wars Rewinds or something, something like that. I can't remember what it was called. Yeah, I, I think um, what it is is just like his. I guess his his entire career has been very much like him being in very like nerdy roles or or you right. know, kind of quirky characters. Just because like that that's, I think that part of that is is him, but also you know obviously chooses roles that he thinks will do well. It just seems weird that this is very much a, a, a um like there, there's nothing different about this. Right. Yeah. No, and I, I kind of feel the same way. I, in all honesty, I'll probably end up watching, uh, or at least trying it out, because uh, the, you know, my wife and uh, and Katie both like Seth Green, um, and so we'll probably end up trying it out at least, uh, at least you know, at least once, at least an episode. Yeah. Because you know we're, we're nice like that. 
<laughs> we would like to. <laughs> so kind of you. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, a show that looks slightly better and features possibly one of my favorite actors of, of all time is a show called The Michael J. Fox Show. Starring who? I can't remember his name. Um, I think it might be Michael J. Fox. Oh, right. Yeah, it is. Of course. so crazy. Of course it is. So, The Michael J. Fox Show is another comedy. Uh, It looks like a family comedy. Um, So, you know, and I I think I really, I really, uh, I I really liked the trailer. I really kind of... thought the trailer was really well, like they did really well, a really good job because you know it's uh it's a show about a a a guy who has has parkinson's um yeah you know and then that is exactly what who michael j fox is he's a guy that has parkinson's and also happens to be awesome and also from back to the future uh and teen wolf the real teen wolf of this <laughs> tv show business and and also he he performed at the uh, under the sea dance. He was the guitarist. That's right. Right. Mm. He played uh, he played Johnny Be Good. That's true. Uh, so it's, but it's it's kind of they're, they're kind of presenting it as a as a family type show where you know he's a he's a local newscaster who has Parkinson's and he's trying to return to work. Uh, you know after a, staying home with his family for a really long time, uh, and you know it kind of talks about you know it, it goes into like the family kind of side of things and the work side of things and it, it looks kind of interesting to me uh and, but i mean let's be honest the whole reason that i was in, uh, interested in the first place was because it got michael j fox in it and i probably wouldn't have <laughs> even given it a second thought had it not uh but it does look like it's possibly going to be really good and so um and so i want i want to give it a go um i agree i, I don't know how much else i can add to that like i i, I watched it like i actually really enjoyed it um, like I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Like, I mean, part, part of it, yeah, it's one of those things that it's, it's a family comedy. So, you know, you, you kind of know what to expect, but right. I, I think Michael J. Fox is a good enough actor to kind of carry it and, and to, right. you know, he's going to inject his own brand of humor into it. So it won't just be the same. And, it, and it's not like a family comedy in the same way that like, according to Jim is a family comedy. Where right. it's, it's all about, you know, making, making, you know, whatever quick jokes you can. Like it's, it's, to me, it almost felt more like it was a, like a very subdued comedy. Yeah. Like it, it's not, it's not going to be, you know, uh, okay. Well, like in, in the trailer, one of the things that happens is that people come to, de- to deliver a, uh, what was it? Deliver a dishwasher or something. And they, yep. they accidentally, he accidentally calls 911 and, you know, they, the cops come and cause, and they all look like they're, you know, going through drugs or something like that. Like, that's funny, but I don't think that's, like, I got the impression from the rest of the show that that's not what it's, it's not going to be that 24-7. Yeah, you know, sure. You quirky, quirky I mean, hijinks. <laughs> exactly. And uh, I think it's probably, it's, it's probably better to describe it as a feel-good comedy as opposed to, uh, you know, a sitcom. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, I think that's, that's, because that's probably not... a pretty good explanation. Yeah, I I think that's probably the best way to do it. Whereas whereas Dad's on the other hand does feel like a like it's going to be a sitcom and it's just going to be jokes 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 and let's try and you know let's you know do the shotgun uh, uh the shotgun technique where we just try you know try and unload as many jokes as we possibly can <laughs> and hopefully one or two of them stick you know that sort of thing. 
the Michael J. Fox show, on the other hand, looks like it's going to be re- like it's going to be like intelligent uh, as, as far as the writing is concerned, uh, and and you know could could end up being interesting. Um, you know, it, it it might end up being the, the other way around, but you know we're going off the trailers here, so uh, yeah. you know, what, from from what we can tell, this is how they're going to end up. And we're both looking forward to the Michael J. Fox show. That's true. Way more than we are to dads. <laughs> so there's one more show, and it's good because we're just about to run out of time. <clears throat> this is a show that I hadn't heard of until uh, until I found it. Uh, you know, going going through a list of shows for last week's last week's episode. Christian Slater, who you will know from many many movies, uh, and uh, he he did a he did a TV show. Um, like last year, I think it was it, it got cancelled. Uh, it was it was um it was about a security firm who that uh that you know they broke into places in order to you know, in order to you know sell the security and whatnot. Um, I'm trying to remember what it was called, and I can't, so I'm gonna look it up. Breaking in. Okay. Did you watch any of that? I did not. In fact, I've never even heard of it. It was. I, I thought it was pretty good. I was interested in it. I was. I was kind of hoping to see more of it, but it got cancelled. Anyway, he's he's uh, he's clearly picked himself up and moved on. Um, <laughs> you know, and uh, he's joined up with Steve Zahn to do a new show. Do you remember any movies with Steve Zahn in them? Because I think I've like, I've seen like two of them. Uh yes. But, well, are you saying like do I actually remember any of their names? Because I'll say no. <laughs> But I do know I've seen yeah, movies so, with him in it. Yeah, he he's he was like he's he's done um he's he's mostly a comedy actor. He was in uh so the movies that I've seen him in are things like um Sunshine Cleaning. Uh, he was in National Security. He was the voice it. of one of the cats in Stuart Little. <laughs> of course, of course. Um, I watched him in this terrible like. Uh, this terrible movie called um, oh, what was it? Um, Chain of Fools. Okay, he's been a f- he's been in a fair few things. Uh, Daddy Daycare, um, Sahara. He was in um, Ah, uh, Strange Wilderness is another one that I've seen him in. Uh, he's in he's in Diary of a uh, the Diary of a Wimpy Kid uh, franchise. Okay. You you want to know something funny? I'm I'm going through his what? IMDb page. I don't think I've seen a single one of these movies, but really? somehow, but somehow I know who he is. Like I could, yeah. if you if okay. you pointed him out in a crowd, I'd be like, oh, that's Steve Zahn. I know exactly who that is. I mean, like okay. yes, I'm sure I've seen. Like looking back on this, like I'm sure at some point my mother has watched You've Got Mail and I've been in the room, but I I wouldn't remember who he played in that movie, you know. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, that's weird. <laughs> so the two of them, the two of these guys uh have joined up to do a show called Mind Games. Uh now the trailer for this kind of starts out feeling very leverage-esque and that's really about as long far as I got through it because I ran out of time. Uh it it like they they seem to be kind of uh you know, going out to help people by by you know um, doing sneaky things, uh, which is which was basically you know leverage this whole shtick. Um, 
in this particular instance, though, they seem to be doing things like, um, you know, it's it's a lot more uh, thought based stuff as opposed to let's pull a con. Um, right. You know, they they go in and you know they they basically create a situation where the where the uh, where you know the, these these people who are the, essentially the bad guys can't say no. Uh, and I, I guess I guess it it kind of looks interesting to me. I mean, I really liked leverage, um, and I I am kind of sad that it was gone. It did go kind of bad there for a while, uh, but you know I'm 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 sad that it's gone. I I, I wouldn't mind another show you know, another show that takes its place and uh, something with Christian Slater Slater and uh, Steve Zahn might might fit the bill just nicely. Yeah. Um- I think I kind of feel the same way about this show. It's like it, it looks like it could be pretty good. Not maybe not yep. b- best show ever a material, but still like you know something that'd be enjoyable to watch. Right. Yeah. It's really boring when we dis- when we agree on the everything, isn't it? <laughs> well, it, just it, like, it'd be like I can, so ch- this show I can looks change good. my mind. Yes, I agree. <laughs> it so, looks terrible. I I've hated Steve Zahn in every movie I've seen him in. <laughs> which is none. none yeah. <laughs> uh, good, good. Anyway, so these are some some of the shows that uh, at least I am going to be giving a shot and possibly Brandon also. Uh, if you guys would like to actually uh, check them out, I'm going to chuck the links to their trailers, the trailers that we watched, into the show notes. Uh, and if you uh, if they interest you any further, then you can probably find more stuff about these shows online to check out those trailers or and to read any of the articles that we've talked about previously, uh, you can jump onto our show notes. Uh, our show notes for you know for this particular episode, uh, they will be at jellyandbean.co forward slash thirty seven because thirty seventh episode, and uh, maybe you can give them a go too. Now, if you would like to get in contact with us, you can do that. And uh, it's very easy. You go to a website as well. Uh, you go to jellyandbean.co forward slash contact. And then there's a form there which you fill out. And you it sends us an email. And we uh, and we, uh, we get an email from you. And we read it. And we kind of are happy. Because, you know, I mean, we're generally happy all the time. I know Bean is. Bean's like crazy happy all the time. Yeah, it's because it's, I'm, I'm a happy Bean. He is a happy Bean. Mm-hmm. And I'm a jelly bean. So, if you would like to talk to us on Twitter, you know, individually, that is, you, you, all you need to do is go to, uh, for Brandon, it's at brandroidattack, B R A N D R O I D A double T A C K. And I am at jellybeansuit. That's it. That's all that we've got for you this week. We hope you've enjoyed it. We've enjoyed it. And we look forward to seeing you next week for another episode we will see you then goodbye